بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم محمد بن عبد الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين Respect brothers in Islam The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم told us that every single day all the organs of the body they submit to the tongue They say to the tongue We are with you We are your followers if you are on the straight path, we will follow you on the straight path. And if you go left and right, we will also be left and right. If you are crooked, we will also be crooked. And this tongue, my brothers, is the most dangerous organ in the body of the human being. Very, very dangerous. The Prophet ﷺ was asked by Mu'adh O Prophet of Allah, are we going to be questioned? about the, the words we utter. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَكَلَتْكَ أُمُّكَ يَا مُعَاذِ Wake up, ya Mu'adh. Wake up, ya Mu'adh. Where are you? Do you think that people will go to hellfire except because of the result of the tongues? What the tongues did? And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also said, my brothers, anyone who can guarantee for me what is between his jawbone bones and what is between his legs, I guarantee him Jannah. I guarantee him paradise. You control your tongue and your private parts. The Prophet of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is giving you his guarantee that you are going to Jannah. But unfortunately, my brothers, our tongues are loose. They are out of control. Men, women, old, young, out of control. No control. You repent, you say, La la, I'm going to control my tongue. One, two days, one week max, and your tongue is back full, full force. Tongues are out of control, and it's apparent. Sit in any gathering. And see how within a few minutes before you know it, backbiting will start. Teasing will start. Harming people will start. This is why the sins of the tongue are one of the among the most major of sins, my brothers. And shaitan plays this dirty game of belittling the value of the sins of the tongue. He comes to you and says, oh, it's just a word, man. I didn't, I didn't commit zina, brother. I didn't, you know, drink alcohol. I didn't kill anyone. It's just a word I said. Habibi. The Prophet says in the authentic hadith that a man will utter a word displeasing to Allah, one word. And because of this word, he will be dropped into hellfire for 70 years. Some ulama said, yani the sin of one haram word from the tongue is 70 years in Jahannam. Some ulama said, no, no, no. The drop is 70 years. You drop for 70 years, you reach the bottom of hellfire, and then how long you stay is up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not mentioned in the hadith. The drop, the free fall is 70 years. Because of one word. This is why my brothers, we have to learn and practice how to control our tongues. Backbiting is rife. 
It is like a disease, like a cancer eating our community. Husband and wife, every day he comes home, the wife starts, bang. Fulana, Fulan, this happened, that happened, have you heard? My auntie, my uncle, my sister, my brother, my friend. Before you know it, before you sleep, you've accumulated tons of sin. One phone call, you and your mate, one gathering. Me and I went for a coffee. In this coffee gathering, five, three people back. Have you heard? Fulan, you haven't heard? No. Oh, brother, Allah, I don't like talking about people. Why are you saying that? You know what he's going to say? I promise you I won't tell anyone. Anyone who says to you, I promise you I won't tell anyone, you know straight away this guy's going to have, he's going to go like newspapers, like social media. He's going to go, and this guy is a special guy, you know? No one's going to know. Habibi, make it a rule for yourself. Don't talk about anyone not present. Stop going, oh, I'm going to assess this. Don't assess nothing. Just make it a golden rule. If someone is not present, I don't bring him up. There's no benefit. My deen is more important. My akhirah is more valuable. I worked very hard for my good deeds. I don't want to lose them. But unfortunately, backbiting, backbiting, backbiting. And then when you say to someone and warn him, in any gathering, say, Brother Allah, let's not talk about the brother. He's not here. People get angry, they get arrogant because Baba Wallah, he'll say it to his face. Baba, whether you say it to his face or not, it's still backbiting. Whether you have the courage or the audacity or the lack of akhlaq to say it to his face or not, it is still by definition backbiting. The Prophet of Allah, وسلم, he asked the Sahaba radiallahu anhu, Do you know what backbiting is? The Sahaba radiallahu anhu said, Allah and his Prophet know better. So he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, mentioning your brother that's not present in a manner he dislikes. Any manner, any way you know that your brother will not like this being said, is backbiting. Whether you can say it to his face, whether it's true, whether it's, it's backbiting. So the Sahaba radiallahu anhum said, O Prophet of Allah, how about if we're not lying, if it's true, what I'm saying is true. He is a liar. He is fake. He is a hypocrite. He is whatever. So the Prophet said, if it's true what you say, then by definition, this is backbiting. If it's not true what you're saying, then you've entered a whole new level of sin, which is called Bhutan. Bhutan is lying about someone that is not present. Spreading fake news, wrong information about someone that's not present. And our community loves this sin. We love this sin. We keep narrating. Because there is the fear of Allah has decreased, we narrate everything we hear. And we think the disclaimers will save us. So a brother will say, uh, we don't have what Brother, Allah, he got caught the other day, man, doing drugs. Oh, this happened to him. Oh, him and his wife. Oh, the guy's like that. The guy's like this. And then after one hour of talking, you say, you know what? But Allah, maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true. What, what, what were you saying for the past hour then? Who told you? Oh, brother, I heard. Someone told me. Have, 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 have you never played Chinese whispers before? Wallah al my brothers. 
our community loves, loves salt and pepper and baharat. We love adding things. By the time news passes on, the 10 people became 200. The guy stole a thousand bucks. It became, becomes 1 million. We, we, there is no accuracy in the ummah, in any narration. This is why you just learn how to stay to yourself. Practice this to protect your deen. We already are struggling to bring deen in our life. We have very little good amal. Imagine my brothers coming on judgment day and because you've backbit someone, you start losing the good deeds that Allah accepted. You did amal, you prayed tahajjud, you went, went to pray in the masjid, you made ihtikaf, you did da'wah, not just any amal, amal accepted by Allah. Allah accepted it and recorded it in your good books. And then because you backbit fulan and backbit fulan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts taking from your accepted good deeds and compensating these people that you have harmed. If you finish all the good deeds you have, Allah starts giving you from their sin and records in your book zina and alcohol and haram that you did not commit. But just because of backbiting, you will find in your book sins you have never committed. Why, my brothers, would a Muslim take such a risk? The conversation has to be about people. I have to, and I'm telling you, try it. Do this social experiment. Sit in a gathering and then watch how, before you know it, within a few minutes, someone not present will be mentioned. I've tried it before. I'm telling you it doesn't fail. Nearly every gathering we have, any social gathering, before you know it, someone is going to bring up someone that is not present. Have you heard this sheikh? Mashayikh Kaman, brother. The flesh of ulama is poison flesh. It's not normal flesh. You speak about the alam, you are eating poison flesh that is destroying your deen. Oh, brother, no. Some people back back, all oh, mashayikh, brother, no. All oh, mashayikh, brother, mashayikh, these leaders of the community that he backbites 200 mashayikh in one go, in one gathering. Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi rajirun. Baba, watch what you're saying with your tongue. Fear Allah. Control yourself. Control this desire. Teach yourself how to control this tongue before your deen gets destroyed. But unfortunately, my brothers, this, this weakness. Aisha radiallahu anha, once, once in her life. Mothers of believers, the Prophet had multiple wives. Safiya was an honorable wife. Aisha was jealous from Safiya. So one day, one day, she says to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it's enough, Safiya. Some ulama say she said she's short. Other narrations say, she didn't even say the word short. She just hinted that Safiya is short in stature. Safiya like that, with her hand, no backbiting. So the Prophet said, Oh Aisha, you have uttered the word. If this word was to be mixed with the oceans of the world, it will make them filthy. The oceans will become filthy by one word. So imagine the effect of the backbiting on our hearts. Now you know why you're struggling to memorize the Quran. Now do we know why we can't have khushu' and salah? Because our hearts are stinking with rubbish and najasa from what the tongue accumulates during the day. So please, my brothers, protect your akhirah. 
protect your deen, protect your wife, protect your kids. At least if you can't change the world, change your own circle. Teach people around you that if you speak about someone that's not present, I'm out. I'm walking out. <laughs> Brothers, stop. They continue walk out. Wallahi, you do this once, twice, three times, the people around you will start learning that this guy, don't, don't, don't try. People will be aware, you will create awareness around you. That backbiting is not tolerated. People hide behind the excuse. Ah, oh, brother, you know, sometimes backbiting is halal to warn and this and that. And the ruling is backbiting is haram. There are certain exemptions and situations where backbiting is allowed. Limited, limited, very limited, and you have to be extra, extra careful because you are taking the ruhsa and dispensation. If you don't know the rulings, avoid. If you know the rulings, it's very limited. Someone asks you, Papa, oh, I want to start business with this guy. What do you think? You know the guy is a thief. You say to him, Papa, I advise you, please. There's something you say him. He wasn't clean. Avoid. That's it. But, Papa, what? You want to Papa, I'll tell you the story. And he goes on to a one-hour, two-hour rant telling about this guy, how he's a hypocrite and a monafiq and his fat wife and his kids and his history. But what are you doing? Brother, you are giving a ruqsa an exemption to just warn the brother. Allah, we love backbiting. We love talking rubbish. Please, my brother, save your akhara, save your deen and protect your, your heart from these sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make us all from those who practice what they hear. Nasr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yaj'alana min al-ladheena yastabi'oona qawla fayattabi'oona ahsana. Allahumma aghfil al-muslimina wal-muslimat wal-mu'minina wal-mu'minat al-ahyai minhum wal-amwat innaka ya maulana sami'un qareebun mujibu al-da'awat. Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan wa zuqana attiba'ah. Wa arina al-baatila baatilan wa zuqana ajtinaaba. اللهم لا تجعله متبسا علينا فنضل اللهم أحسن ختامنا وعلى الإيمان الكامل توفنا واجعل آخر كلامنا من الدنيا لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه المعين